Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to it like Dan Red Wings. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. I'm your host, Brian Fisher. With me today, as always, is the other host here. Fantastic guy. Problem on Twitter, Scotty Bentley. And the he's also host at Locked On Tigers. And uh, Scotty, was not a fun Red Wings game tonight. No, it was not. And, and a former Locked On host was a lot more of a problem than I was tonight. It, it was so. more entertaining to watch the Twitter drama go on than it was the actual game. And, uh, yes. of course, we were referring to... That was to... a horrible performance. Oh, God, that, that, that was horrid. That, we'll... I mean, uh, we'll get into the game, obviously, but that, I mean, I will venture to say that was one of the... That might be the worst the team has looked in a single game all season, truly. I'm, but I'm we'll we'll get into that. Thinking of, like, other bad games they had, and I've, like, I will, we'll, we'll, we'll mention, like, where it ranks in the bad games they've had this season. Um... And obviously, Nolan was a huge problem on Twitter, former host here at Lockdown Red Wings. And we're going to talk to you guys about why that was, because it was hilarious that he got the response that he did. And the response itself may or may not have been in the best of taste. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get Primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKDOWN for a 20% discount at checkout. And Scotty, jump right back into it. <laughs> Nolan tweeted out, in, clearly in jest, like he was clearly having fun. And he tweeted out, must suck to have your city rhyme with Trashville at Preds NHL. And the Predators brand account, their official Twitter account, decided the best course of action was to tweet back, I know somebody from Detroit isn't talking right now. And this is the thing is, the Predators have tried to do that sassy Twitter like style for a while, kind of like Carolina has. But usually a direct attack on a fan base's city even if it's an attempt at a clapback, might not be the best look for the organization, especially with how sensitive the people, and rightfully so, how sensitive the people of Detroit are about their city in the first place. Yeah, no, it, it was, you like, I mean, we're not going to, we won't dissect the intent or the meaning or anything, but um, you, the the official account of, a professional sports team can't tweet that. No, like I, no. I, at the time of this recording, it's still up. Like yeah. that's 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 fascinating to me in a, in a negative way. That is that is remarkable that it's still up. That that makes zero. I don't know how that's how that's possible. And of course, it's, it would uh, be Nolan too, right? It, it, oh, of course, it would be Nolan. The spirit, <laughs> his post lockdown Red Wings career just keeps on living, man. He. He's of course. just out there causing problems on Twitter, and like it was such a it was such a harmless tweet his, but that's also because he's not a professional brand account, and it was like there's no reputation 
of Nashville being a trashville, you know, like it was just completely unjust. And then to come back and respond with what has been an, a horrible stereotype the city has had for years on end that they're trying to do away with. And honestly, I think in the last few years, like it's done a great job of like, like just the whole revitalization of Detroit's been do- going so well. And this such a tired stereotype to come back with. And like you said, Scotty, like it is just a, you can't as a professional, like you're representing the NHL hockey team. Nolan's representing himself, but you're representing an NHL hockey team. Attack Nolan. Even he said on Twitter, like it would have been funny if they would attack me, but like they attacked the city instead. And that got all kinds of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Response. No, they got ratioed like, hard. Yeah. They, and like they deserve to, but it, it's, you just, you, you can't, you can't do it. And like, you can't. Again, like the the intent and like the the weight or the meaning behind it or whatever, that's that's you know your own interpretation. But it's it's just you can't you can't do that. You can't you can't, you can't say that with a check when you're representing an entire organization. You cannot say that. And yeah. the Red Wings handled it very well. Um, oh yeah. So shout out to, to whoever is is running the the Red Wings account they handled it very very well um surely a lot better than than the the people running the Nashville account but um can we talk about yeah like you you can't you can't say that we talk about something else that's getting real tired too it's just the sassy media sassy social media team like the Hurricanes have been doing it for a while it was funny at first it's not funny anymore like, I think the whole trend started with Wendy's back when Wendy's first started, like, clapping back at customers. Like, at first it was like, it oh, did, ha-ha, yeah. like, they're not vanilla. Now it's just, like, overplayed. And it's just, like, you, you kind of almost enjoy, like you said, the Red Wings response. The Red Wings, by all accounts, are a very vanilla social media account. Like, they're just there to do their job of advertising for the team. They just responded with, win or lose, we love our city with a little heart emoji. Like, you know what? Because the Red Wings don't need interactions and clicks because they're one of the biggest teams on the planet in any Spot sport. On. Spot on. They have, they have, the Red Wings have almost double the followers of the Nashville Predators. And they don't have to they create drama to do it. Sport. They play in the same league. And the Red Wings have almost double the followers. They don't need to be sassy or like, oh, for interactions. They don't, they don't need it. They're the freaking – I almost just dropped an F-bomb – they're the freaking Red Wings. They they don't need this nonsense. And like, it's it's just so it's such a it's never made sense to me the whole like oh like look at big name free agent that signed with the Detroit team like he has to go live in Detroit now. Doesn't what are you making fun of? Like really think about like what are you like that it, it it's it's never. It's never even made sense to me as far as like an own like, I like okay cool like <laughs> cool like you you think Detroit is however you think D- Detroit is and that's like like good for you I it's just it's it's never even made sense it's a like I I'm not even gonna say it's a low blow because it literally is a nonsensical. Like when you really think about like what you are saying, it's it's stupid to say. It's so a lazy like, blow. Like it's like the minimal effort at a clapback you could ever have because it's tired and old and it's been done a thousand times. And I'll, about your point about 
whenever somebody signs in Detroit, they're like, oh, rest in peace. They got to live in Detroit. I got a newsflash. No one who ever signs in a professional sports city lives in that city. They live in right. the rich suburbs outside the city in a gated community. They do that in Detroit. They do that in Chicago. I guarantee you they do it in L.A. I mean, they're, they do this in every single None city. No one lives against just next to anybody if you're a professional athlete because they don't want that. So, like, that is such an old – and now we're getting into, like, a different thing. Like, we're getting away from the – Well, no, just it's, like, still, it's, the, it's, still the same, it's still under the same umbrella. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, it, it, it just doesn't – even on, like, a basic level. Like, you're like, all right, I'm going to make fun of the city of Detroit. Why am I doing that? Well, because Detroit has the reputation of what? Like, like the abandoned buildings and, like, oh, it's a, it's a like, crab hole, right? Okay, so you're making fun of a city that is struggling. And that's, like, your, like, joke. You're like, ha-ha, you're, like, poor? Like, what? Like, I don't – it does like, it, the joke doesn't even make sense. Like, what are you – Ha ha! Like our like my city is is like supposedly wealthier than you. Like, ha ha! You have homeless I, I, people. I, like, what are you? What are you? Right. What are you like, gonna I, do? I genuinely don't even understand. I and I never have. I don't even understand the the diss itself. And e- even at like the beginning when like we social media first started and that was like the first time that we were really seeing that from a lot of other people. And like, you know, I, I was like, okay, like, <laughs> like, like, what, what, even if that, even if all those stereotypes were true, which they're not, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even understand the point of being like, haha, you are struggling. <laughs> like, what? like, cool, like, okay, like, I, I just don't get it, man. Like, no, like, I, I don't get it. Well, it's like, I, I, I don't get it. It's like I said before we started recording, I, when it comes to the malicious intent of it, I don't think it was. I, I think it was more like I need to come up with a clapback. Oh, Detroit bad because that's the stereotype everyone has around the nation. I don't think it right. was malicious. I think it was just more ignorant than anything. And I like so I don't. No, it, it that's a good way to ignorant. put it. Ignorant is a is a. I I agree with you. I think ignorant is a is a good way to put it. And I mean, and it was ignorant, but I I think that that is a that's an important you know like distinction. You, yeah, distinction to make. And I'm not trying to like, we're not trying to start a campaign like fire the Preds media guy. It's more just like, bro, come on. And I'm just, it's just, the, it's where this whole, again, I'm going back to that whole sassy media personality thing is so tired and old and I'm just done with it. And it's funny because I was a huge fan of it when it first started. But then once everyone started doing it, I'm just like, okay, well, I get it. You have some kind of guy in a suit or an intern more than likely when it comes to like NHL. You got some intern who you told, just be yourself on Twitter for us because people like that. And it's like, no, let's let let's circle back to being professionals again because this is just it, it's getting old. Yeah. It's getting boring. They, well, they they also found the the well not found but um, in the Preds fan base, like everybody knows the woman who runs the account. <laughs> like oh. like she like has her own personal Twitter and like people know her. Um. And she like retweeted a tweet she had from like three years ago tonight that said Detroit is my favorite city in the in the country or something. Covering bases. And like retweeted her own retweet from like three years ago. I, at at the time of the recording, it's still the, her most recent tweet. But um, it's just like, like again, like I like you said, I, I don't I don't think she sat there and was like, hey, like we're, we're gonna like do this with this intention, but. 
ignorant is a good word for it. It's it's just something that a that a especially with the the climate and the perception that the exactly. hockey community already has currently, you can't be saying stupid. I almost just swore again. Can't be saying stupid stuff like that, man. You really can't. It's uh, it's it. It was really it was a really dumb thing to press send tweet on. Detroit got their licks in. Everybody responded, and, and oh, everybody responded, and, and even and like people outside, like other fan bases, Nashville's fan base is the only fan base that's taking their side. Like everybody else is on our side too. Like we got, we we took our lick, we got our win, we exposed the the ignorance, and now we can m- move on and, and talk about the horrible game yeah (laughs) that is not very much more fun to talk about. yeah it was just like you said to wrap it up it was meant to be funny it wasn't funny more ignorant than funny i probably was not meant to have ill intent behind it we can move on nolan you're the greatest of all time for creating so much drama from a simple tweet Uh, (laughs) something else man that dude that dude is damn good at uh at twitter i'll say we miss him man we miss him i gotta we gotta figure this might be this might be a good uh catalyst to maybe get him back on the show one of these days and do a little yeah we're gonna need need, uh a nostradamus guest appearance a nostradamus versus oracle episode oh my god (laughs) dude i still am trying to fight him he he knows He tweeted at me the other day. He was like, what's this about you trying to hit me? I was like, yeah, man, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> he knows what's up. He knows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I love that it's man so at that. Seriously. I know. I, I, I love that man like no other. Oh, Nolan what is fantastic. Oh, my God, I miss him. Um, You know what uh, I don't miss is having a dry-ass beard. Because I got primal origin oils. Transitions, baby. <laughs> Getting better at them. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal origin oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The product products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet, Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blend with oils like raspberry seed, rosehip, and chia seed oil. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. The combo kits make a great holiday gift with Christmas right around the corner, guys. Stocking stuffer, wrap it up, put it under the tree for your, your you know, your son who's just hitting puberty and you want to treat him right with those beard oils make sure he knows what a soft beard feels like when he's just getting the peach fuzz going uh or your husband or maybe you're even dad with all the gray hair maybe you know my dad's 60s his beard went from strawberry blonde to straight gray never too late to have a nice soft oiled beard um so you'll be glad you did if you shopped with us most companies focus on fragrance First, that leads to a product that does not feel good on the skin. We took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure a product that feels great and still smells fantastic. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to the other companies you've used. 
We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code locked on. Get your 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. Again, that's the code locked on at checkout for 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. Also, got to talk to you guys today about Built Bar. Holiday season is around the corner now. The holiday season is here. We are in the midst of it. And it's just, what, two and a half weeks away from actual Christmas. You don't have that much time left to get Built Bars for your family, for the holidays, for Christmas dinner. It's the best of both worlds. You get delicious and healthy. It's low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, but high in flavor. With so many flavors to choose from, you'll have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or even peanut butter brownie. Because the season, because it's the season of peace and love, do not bring up your favorite Bilt Bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about their fla- favorite flavors, they'll fight and ruin that peace, and things could get out of hand. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Bilt Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of the Bilt Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Bilt Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple napkins on hand. Uh, go to Bilt.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Right from the faceoff, Red Wings control. Conwall to Zetterberg. All right, Scotty, let's break down this hockey game. And by breakdown, let's let's complain. Let's moan. Let's it was so let, bad. Let's be worded up in here. Talk about how the Predators just absolutely shelled the Detroit Red Wings. Uh well scroll, scroll over to the box score real quick, Scotty, and look at the, the shots. The Detroit Red Wings had 16 total shots on the Nashville Predators. The Predators had 32. The Predators doubled up the Detroit Red Wings offense in this game. And I think you said before the show recorded about how many shots the Red Wings had like halfway through the third period. Yeah, it took them until I believe it was 13 minutes left in the game to hit double-digit shots. They started the third period with eight shots, and it took them then over five minutes to even get two more on net there. And yeah, literally, it literally wasn't until either 14 or 13 minutes left in the game that they had even hit 10 shots. And it, the offense looked horrid. I mean, I like I started the show with before we got into the to the Twitter thing, but I mean, this this genuinely might have been the worst team performance of the season in my eyes. Yeah, like this, and and you know. On the it's on the heels of a of a five game win streak. Like you know, we'll, we're not not the end of the world to be having off night. But uh, it, it it was horrid. I mean, it, it was that that was uh, a brutal performance by by so many people. Um, and yeah, the offense was the you know what you can highlight really easily as a, a joke tonight i mean that's that's like an absolute joke the they they if i I can't even put into words like there was it was there was no yeah there was no pressure um there was it, it was turnover city i mean my goodness man 
Uh, I, I don't know. Like, Nashville's defensive strategy was very much just, like, clog the middle and, like, the wings can't score from the outside. Uh, and, like, we did have a power play goal, and, like, we ended with, we ended with a couple of goals, thankfully. But um, and, and so the box score won't reflect, like, oh, biggest blowout of the year or anything, but do not get it twisted. I, I truly think that this was the worst the team had looked in a single game all season. That was – uh, against a better team, I, I think the that that's even more routed, of <laughs> more of an even lopsided score than uh, that than it than it was. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'd go as far as say the worst. We've seen some poor performances this year, but it's definitely in that bottom bottom five, I suppose, in worst games of the season. Uh, the Predators, and I, I talked about it on Monday's preview because I'm an idiot. Uh, we talked about it on the preview we did on Monday rather than Tuesday that uh, I felt like it was a mirror match for the Red Wings in terms of the skill level, in terms of placement in the standings. Watching the game did not look like a mirror match. The Predators looked like the more experienced team because they are. They are the more experienced hockey team. But, I mean, and not to make any excuses for the Detroit Red Wings in this game because they had, had a couple days rest to get right. And the Predators are dealing with issues as well, but the Predators, I think, are a deeper team than the Red Wings are as a whole. And the Red Wings, slowly but surely, are having major... They're, they're already thin depth. is continuing to be thinned out because of injuries. And, like, I've got... The Cider got hit today. We'll get into that. He might be out with a concussion for at least a week. I, I think it's his first concussion that I would know of, so I can't imagine it too long, but definitely don't rush him back from something like that. Um, but, like, the the... Depth continues to look thinner and thinner. Like Dan Renouf got called up, and like Dan Renouf actually didn't play that horrible. And all <laughs> out of anyone on the defense, like he well, actually I, looked fine. And but, he he kind of took over a uh, so a little bit of an enforcer role when when Smith wasn't on the ice too. I mean he he like he got absolutely <laughs> dominated in in the fight, but it wasn't. Even uh, a I mean fight. he was, he grabbed him and yeah. fell over. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. It, uh, you know, like even in the first period, he got a little chippy too and, and wanted to drop the gloves at one point. Like he, he took over kind of a, like, okay, you're going to be physical. Well, we're going to send Dan Renouf out there then, baby, you know. Dan Renouf. Uh, so, like, he, he found his role. And, and yeah, I don't I don't think he was too much of a liability tonight. But just as a whole, like oh, yeah. the, like you said, the, the depth was what is, is rough at the moment. Um, and I, I mean, I, I cannot find enough words to describe how brutal the offense was. There was yeah. a million turnovers. Um, and then, and then the defense wasn't any better. Oh no, I, the I mean, defense led up that Roman Yossi goal. He picked apart Kronik and Nick Letty. Like it was, yeah, it, he didn't even, he just, he didn't even pick apart. He just skated. Like yeah. there was no, just skated right there, by there. There were four dudes, four Red Wings and one Preds player and the Preds player had the puck and he just skated on in and not a single one of the four thought, you know what? I should probably go for a body here. So Phil Peronik at least made the attempt to play Roman Yossi on that pretty horrid one at that. He was just caught flat footed. Nick Letty, his defensive partner literally watched him skate by him and let Phil Peronik do all the work himself. And then, you know, Yossi just, Went right past him. Nice little move on Ned. And, like, Ned didn't have the best performance either, but I felt like he was definitely hung out to dry. Like, there's only so many times we can 
depend on Ned to make 40 saves in a freaking game and win the hockey game. The puck game. was in our zone the entire yeah. damn game. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know how, you know, he's, he's not, he's not the second coming. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, the, we, he, the puck was literally in our zone the, the entire game. There was one stretch with about, I want to say 11 or 12 minutes left in the third to like nine or 10 minutes left in the third where we applied really good pressure and almost scored a couple of times. And that's when we got the shot total up from like eight to like, okay, this is in the low teens now. And then again, like the last minute and a half, two minutes of the game when we pulled the goalie. Besides that, the puck was literally in our zone the entirety of the game. The passing, comfortably the worst of the season. It was an atrocity. It was an embarrassment to any pass that had ever been made at the NHL level before tonight. There was turnovers left and right. Nobody could keep the stick on their puck. I mean, it was it was brutal. The offense was brutal. The defense was br- like you said in that play. Like, I I, I mean, the three. <laughs> <laughs> the three wings that just stood there and watched deserved a ton of crap. But Heronic, even though he was by himself, he, like I, I don't, I don't understand how when when there's three, when you see three other people that you don't go for the body. Why, why are you not going for a hit? Why are you not picking up the body and 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 trying to at least give him a little bit of a hip check or something? You, you there's no reason to play for the puck. When you have three other dudes around you and there's only one Preds player. If you go for the body and it doesn't work, Letty is supposedly right there. Now, granted, he stood there and waved like a house on the side of the road. But, in theory, you have a support system. Everybody's at fault. But, my my goodness, man. And, And... there was it was just Swiss cheese. We we had a couple of people that like P players were falling down. Uh and, and it got to the point where then it started becoming like, okay, they are in our zone so much without leaving that we are just hanging lines out for three minutes while they have a fresh line coming in because we can't get the puck out of our damn zone. And like that's also that's a that that's a the snowball effect that happens, right? The defense is bad, and you and you can't get the puck out of your zone. So then, all of a sudden, now you have a line out there for four minutes, and now they're tired. And now, like, it's just a giant snowball. And I have ranted almost this entire time, so I apologize. No. But my goodness, that was – it was so bad, man. It was so bad. I was thinking, like, halfway through the rant, and I'm like, I – I think Scotty's nailing everything. Like, I don't know if I have anything <laughs> to add. Like, he's – you honestly – Goodness. Like, you pointed out every single problem that there was in this game. And I guess my only retort to that would, again, be there's significant depth issues. A lot of guys who were out. Lindstrom was out. Uh, obviously, Troy Stetcher and Mitchell Stevens continue to be out. Tyler Bertuzzi continues to be, continues to be out. Mark Stahl got placed on covid so yep. you, that's why guys like Dan Renouf are in the lineup. That's why guys like Osterley, who was struggling to get in the lineup every single day, is now an everyday or Carter or not Carter County. I keep wanting to say him for some reason. But like they called up Luke freaking Rakowski today, which hilarious situation, by the way. I don't mean to like derail the conversation, but he got suspended for charging the AHL Holy for two God. games. 
And the Red Wings said, okay, bet. Call him to the NHL. So while he's sit- sitting out for a suspension in the AHL, could technically play in the NHL. But, like, he got called up because there's so few bodies. If somebody else went down, he would have to play. And I'm not using this as an excuse. The team played horrible by all accounts. It's just... And I'm not also going to be like, they played horrible. We need to recognize that they played horrible. But I'm also not going to be too worried about it because they Absolutely. did have a five-game win streak. And it was bound to break eventually. I didn't. I was hoping it would be a hard-fought loss and not a domination. But, you know, it, it all comes to an end eventually. I didn't expect them to win out. And they play St. Louis, who they've already proven they can beat, on the road on Thursday. And it's just... I, I, it is, it is what it is. I mean, they played like dog bleep. And yeah. No, now we move on. No, you're, you're spot on. This is the, the, we, we can acknowledge, we can acknowledge that it was a horrible performance while also acknowledging that it's one game. We took our lick. We, we got rocked. And it's it, this is not like a, oh my goodness the sky is falling the season's over, it's just we are gonna point out how bad of a specific game this was. This is you know what I mean. There, there's a there's a fine line between you know this this no one's saying that this game represents the whole season. I and uh, there, there's a fine line to walk there between realizing and analyzing that this was horrible while also realizing that it's it's very possible that they get right back on the horse shake off the loss have have the typical pro athlete short memory and uh and and go into st louis and, and get back on the horse so you know what not not a not a sky is falling not not an indication of the season but this game specifically stunk you know what playoff teams do they win thursday they get right back on the horse and they win they on do. thursday so they I, take it as one, and we've seen that, right? We've talked about that before. We've seen the the Red Wings t- teams kind of at the beginning of the rebuild, and even a little bit last year, kind of like starting the upswing very slowly, where like they showed flashes of like, hey, like this team can actually like do stuff sometimes, but then one loss turns into four, and then you're like, all right, well, and, and like the Tigers during their rebuild were were big, like that was the step they took this year. Where like what you know they they go on a the, even the 2019 Tigers the horrible horrible 114 loss team they they would beat teams and you're like wow that's kind of weird but then they would lose 12 in a row because one loss would you know start a snowball effect like you're absolutely right good good teams recover quickly and that is exactly what they need to do and if they do that then we just take this as a bad performance never never think about it again it's done. So more cider though is it one before we get into our third segment our second ad break I, I do want to comment on that more cider who did have an assist in tonight's game uh, left in the third period after taking a hit from uh, Jano Tanner Jano yeah. and the whole point of contact thing has been a debate it wasn't like a huge hit it wasn't like a, a like he got rocked it was just a hit along the boards where it looked at the primary point of contact from Jano's shoulder was Moritz Sider's head and he- Moritz Sider's head banged off the glass and he immediately looked woozy. So this is like you're like code red immediately like oh no not anyone but Moritz Sider and Lucas Raymond. You know those are the guys you don't want this to happen to. And I, I don't want to speculate and say this is what happened 
But just based on the video that I saw, as soon as he rebounded off the boards, like you could see he was like just trying to get his bearings. Like it kind of scrambled his brains a little bit, I feel like. And if he if it does come out, we haven't heard yet at this point as we're recording, we haven't heard yet that he is concussed. But if he is concussed, the last thing I want is for them to ri- rush him back because he's having such a stellar season. He needs to take as much time as he can to recover from a concussion because we know how we've seen it with guys like Sidney Crosby who have had concussion problems his entire, their entire careers. One concussion makes the second concussion easier, makes the third concussion easier, makes the fourth concussion easier. If Luke, if not Lucas Raymond, if Moritz Sutter does end up ha- being concussed, take your time with it. This team is still going to be here when he gets back. Absolutely. And and that that this is a situation when we need to realize what we talked about on yesterday's show of like, hey, this team is very much overperforming. And we need to realize that this is not a situation where you rush back a star rookie uh, that, that we're hanging so much on so much stock in and stake into for the future of this team. This is not a situation where we should uh, be rushing him back and, and the team's already overperforming. This isn't like he's a he's a 30-year-old veteran yeah. and this team's, you know, trying in the in the thick of a of a expected playoff hunt or anything. We need we need to take a step back, realize that it's it would be much smarter for him to take as much time as he possibly needs and uh, and and hopefully it's Hopefully he, he recovers well, obviously, but hopefully uh, he's not even concussed to begin with. And I'm overreacting. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully. No, the video, the video didn't, didn't look great. And I'm glad they got him off the ice and in, in yeah. a game that he very much didn't need to play in the end. And, um, but yeah, ho- hopefully, like you said, the time of this recording, we, uh, there, there is no, yeah, no, no update, but hopefully if it is a concussion, hopefully we can, uh, we can just give him his time, and the fan base won't be like, well, you know, he should be playing or whatever. No, he shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. Uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap up our thoughts on the game, and I'm going to give you a fun little anecdote that happened to me during the Red Wings game at Little Caesars Arena that, you know, just wanted to share with my boy Scotty here, get his genuine reaction. Yeah, he, doesn't know what I'm gonna, he doesn't know what I'm going to talk about. I haven't heard I'm it probably yet. overhyping it, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, it's not overhyped. BetOnline.ag. They have you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new desktop or web mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Fenderoff gives him the business. All right, Scotty, let's uh, talk about our final thought on the game. And we mentioned him the other night. Giovanni Smith, after he had a great game, goes out there and he gets into a little bit of a tussle. And in all honesty, I thought he was getting the crap kicked out of him in the first half of the fight. Second half, he recovered nicely. It was honestly when he almost fell... And he recovered, and then he started fighting back, having a nice little 
few got a few good licks in and then ended up taking down his opponent, whose, of course, name I can't remember at the moment. But my point remains, Giovanni Smith continues to be the enforcer that we all want. That's the dog, baby. I love Giovanni Smith, man. Oh, my goodness. That is that is my king. I, I love that, man. He's, like I've said it a million times, easily my favorite Red Wing. Have his jersey hanging hanging in my closet. That is that is that is the dude. I I love him. Oh my goodness! I was I was so. Did you see how great his hair looked? By the way, yes, my I did. goodness, my goodness. That's that's got to be up there for for top top hair in, in the entire NHL. I know people love the the you know the flow or whatever. Giovanni Smith's and, and like he <laughs> he went up against receding like hairline and it was just funny when they showed back everybody was like everybody's like oh he won the fight and the hair game i just thought that was funny <laughs> receding um, hairline into flow yeah yeah right the, the, we call that so, the patrick uh, kane yes so it, it was uh no but it, look if he can be that enforcer while also being even uh even productive as like a fourth liner he is going to be a a Big fan favorite here, and he is also going to be a uh, a, a very solid and and I, I would say important part of this team going forward. He he is exactly the enforcer that that the team needs because without him they don't really have one. Uh, he's not afraid to get physical, not afraid to drop the gloves, and uh, I love that they sent him out there with Larkin on the ice after Larkin took the big hit, and Blasio was like, "Hey, go go." Hey, hey, Giovanni, go get minutes with the captain really quick and see what happens. And uh, and certainly that that's what happened. So I thought it was it was well coached. I thought it was well played by him. The fight was obviously fantastic. That's a fight one in my book. Um, Scott Bentley fight one. Everybody's <laughs> favorite stat. And uh, and and look like it. It's uh, I, I just I love him. I, I, I love him so much. I, I just want to give him a big hug. I, I love Giovanni Smith, man. And so, yeah, I, I thought it was a, a, a bright spot in a, in a game with a, not very many of them. Um, and, and he deserves a ton of credit. Yeah, and uh, I was furiously taking notes on how to, how to settle a hockey fight. Watching that one, I like, oh. I'm glad you watched. Uh, yeah, glad you took notes on that one and not, uh, and not Dan's. The Dan Renews is a little bit more what mine looked like. <laughs> oh. I, I love you, Dan Renew. No I, disrespect. I, I think I'm fight. falling in love with Dan Renew too, honestly. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the dog. So, on the way out of the hockey game, at the end of the night, so I'm always the last one to leave along with, I'm the assistant manager along with the manager. And she had asked me before the game if I could help her get the cap off her coolant tank underneath the hood because she couldn't get it undone. She wanted to add more coolant to it. I was like, I could try. I mean, I knew that there was a possibility I could fail. I'm not the strongest person in the world. I don't have the strongest <laughs> grip in the world. And uh, I didn't go into it. Failure was an option. <laughs> I knew. I, I knew it was a possibility. Failure, failure was on the table. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're pumping me up here. Great, Scotty. Uh, <laughs> so we I get, went in there anyway. <laughs> we're leaving. And she goes, oh, yeah, can you help me do this? I go, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try. My hands are freaking cold. It's like 20 degrees in the parking garage. I'm like, I'll try. The, the cap was really weird because it would start to turn and come off really easy, and then like halfway, it would all of a sudden get stuck. 
And like, I could not turn it anymore to save my life. And like, I'm doing it for like, I'm like, my pride is on the line here, man. I cannot <laughs> not open this. And like, it got to a point. I'm like, oh man, like Tara, I'm sorry. Like you might have to come in late tomorrow and I'll like get ready for the game. I'm the system manager. I know how to do it. It's a Pistons game. It's going to be low attendance anyways. Um, like we're going to be fine. Take your time, get your coolant. And then I hear from in the background, I hear you guys have a trouble with your car. And I look around. It's Ken Cal radio voice of the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> what? And, and we're like, no, she just needs to add more coolant. And, he, and Ken Cal being just the genuinely great human being he is, is like, well, let me see if I can get it. Well, now my pride's even more on the line because I'm 25 years old in the prime of my life. And Ken's, you know, he's a healthy man, but he's older than I am by quite a few years. And I'm like, well, you know, give it a shot. And he's like getting it. And I can like and immediately she's getting it to turn more. And like, he's struggling with it to a degree, but he's getting it to turn. And I'm like, oh, no, man, this is a bad look for me. <laughs> and, like, he gets stuck at some point, too. And I'm like, well, I was wearing these gloves because that way I could get a little bit more traction. He's like, good idea. And he pulls his leather gloves out that he wears to keep his, keep his hands warm. And he just cranks this thing off. And he's just turning it. And I go, oh, no. And, like, it's awesome because, like, we mission accomplished. We added coolant to it. The uh, My manager can now say she has had coolant added to her car by the radio voice of the Detroit Red Wings, Ken Cal. But like, I'm sitting there the whole time. Like, Oh dude, I failed so hard. And, <laughs> but it's also so cool. Cause Ken Cal comes in and saves the day. In a cape. In a when, cape. When, 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 this, when the world needed him most from, from the shadows and the darkness of the parking lot at little series arena, Ken Cal emerges from the, from the shadows. I imagine like it was pitch black, and then there was just like one light that was working, and then he just stepped into his like, "You guys need help with your car?" <laughs> Walks over, cranks it off, cool and added. Ken Cal's the hero we want and the hero we deserve. My pride's a little damaged though, but I've been in a lot of that the <laughs> Brian, last few you're days. You're my hero. <laughs> Thanks, you're God. my hero, Brian. Okay. Don't worry, don't worry about don't worry about her. Don't worry about your manager and who her hero is. It's my hero. All right, <laughs> Scotty. No, but like so, I've I, I've known Ken for a few months uh, because of my work at the radio station before I got called off a of furlough. And like, dudes, he's just a genuine good dude. Like on like, if you follow him, on, he's a great follow on Twitter because like that genuine kindness that he has, like just honestly translates onto Twitter. Like he's always nice on Twitter too. Um, he was on this program before, back when you uh, with Nolan and was it you or Ethan at the time? Ethan. Yeah, and like he was Nolan great guest then too. So make sure you go back and listen to that old episode. Plug. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just a great dude comes out of nowhere. You guys, you guys got him in car trouble. Gets the cap off. We had coolant. Gets the manager on her way, and uh, and here I am. Took me a little bit extra to get home. I texted you. I was like, dude, I'm a little late, but I got a story. <laughs> then you you get you were like hey do you want me to tell you the story now or do you want me to tell it for you for the first time on air i was like let's do it live baby that's electric that's a fantastic story yeah it's just another reason why can't lived up to the hype good lived i'm glad up to the hype. great story all right scotty any final thoughts um 
how's i mean like go blue but like I think that's <laughs> probably it go blue baby that that's about all i got today go blue and get right back on the wagon boys yes sir St. louis thursday um oh the horse's name was friday oh what <laughs> you've never heard that joke i no what are you talking about Dog, what? You've definitely heard this joke. Oh, he ran in, he rode into the town on Monday and left on Friday, but only two days went by. Oh, the horse's name was Friday. No, no, right over Dog, my head. what? There's no way you've gone your 25 years on this planet without hearing that joke. Never once heard that joke. That's a lie. I, I refuse to believe. That's like the most mainstream lie. There is literally no way. Dude, more mainstream than guess what, chicken butt? I would say it's close. Oh, I on. mean, my goodness. No, for real. Bro. If you if you don't cut this out, I promise you, you're going to have tens of people. Oh, I'm not cutting this out. Tens of people, your, tens of people. You're going to you're going to have you're going to have a lot of people in your mentions and DMs being like, "How the hell have you never heard of I, I was like, oh, get back on the horse. I was like, oh, yeah, the, it was a joke. And because you've somehow never heard of, like, <laughs> the third most famous joke of all time, it didn't stick. And now I'm upset about it. Tweet at Brian and call him an idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Thanks for making – it still says Locked on Warriors. <laughs> yeah, I know. I noticed that with, with my Tigers recording today, too. <laughs> Thanks for making Locked on Red Wings your first listen every day. Guys, I can't. <laughs> this is too much for an end of the podcast. Now make your second listen locked on pets. It still says locked on warriors. I can't. It's so funny. <laughs> oh. Dude, just press save. If this is just this last segment has been too much. <laughs> make sure lock make sure make sure. Your second listen is Locked On Bets, your daily watch shop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on bets hosted by your boy Q. With expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, it is free and available on all platforms. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Um, I'm sure we'll do a uh, St. Louis Blues preview uh, at that point. We'll have some other stuff. In you want to do that today? No, shut up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find you and kick your ass. <laughs> oh, same time. Ball, same, we ball. Same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. Every damn day. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.